I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, the Q&A session where we answer your questions about journal writing. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Journal Talk Q&A, and I have with me Jade Gilmore from Wings Life Coaching. Yay, Jade is back. (laughs) How are you, Jade? I'm doing really well, Nathan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I had a wonderful Indian lunch today. You know, the Indian buffet? Uh Uh-huh. There's one not too far away from my house and great food. I'm I'm sure the Indian folks that come to visit, you know, I have co-workers from that come to visit from India and I probably would never take them there because it's probably not the authentic stuff but it's <laughs> it's so yummy <laughs> the curries and the and the mixes of vegetables and things mm. yeah nice. we've it's got nice. a couple of great ones here in Reno and yeah that's definitely definitely a good way to to well, to eat. I I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, yes, Indian food. Good. <laughs> yes. And and all the sauces that they get, like they've got the spicy green sauce that looks, it looks like it's going to be minty fresh, but it's spicy. And it looks the, so benign. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And even there's this jelly looking thing, like it, uh, the, the chutney, you know, it looks like it's uh-huh. going to be like applesauce or something. Spicy. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The one that I go to does... They, they just call it onion chutney. And, you know, I've had some pretty sweet onion chutneys. So, you know, I, I got some and had some of the, the papadoms, the little cracker things and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. big old scoop of onion chutney on this. And oh, my gosh, it was onion chili. <laughs> <laughs> That'll teach you. Yeah, That'll it was amazing. You. But uh, yeah, definitely some heat there. Yes. Speaking of heat, we've got a we've got a burning question from Anita. Shall we dig right in? Let's dig right in. She's asking, how can I be sure my journal is really secret? And this is one that came to me through email. I I do a little email blast from when people subscribe to Easy Journaling and they get all the digital journaling stuff. So I take it that Anita is asking mostly about the digital, you know, the journaling apps. Like, how can you be sure that those are really secret? But I thought, you know, it's good to ask that question anyway. Like, that's a good, everybody is asking about, you know, how can you be sure that any journal is a secret? Because we all know the best journal writing happens when you're 100% honest with yourself. You know, when you're able to really look at your thoughts and examine your true feelings and your true thoughts, the best way to make sure that that's 100% honest is to, you know, kind of sort of... Do you do this where you where you pledge you're not going to share this with anybody? You're just going to write for yourself? Oh, absolutely. I, my husband knows that he knows where my journal is and he knows that if he really wants to, he can read it. I don't, you know, we have one of those relationships, no secrets. But yeah, there's definitely stuff in there that I've told him that, you know, I wrote this particular entry and you probably don't want to read it. And he says, that's fine. I've never <laughs> read your journal anyway. I'm not going to read your journal. But it's like, you just just stay away from what I wrote Wednesday. You don't want to know. <laughs> wow. For some people, that would be a temptation. They'd be like, yeah. hmm, hmm, I want to get, you want to get inside of Jade's head. But, you know, it's so true. We, we need that safety. We need that safety to make sure that we feel comfortable writing and all that. If you have a relationship where you can be totally, you know, transparent about all that, that's great. Otherwise, 
If I had a feeling that somebody could read my journal or was reading my journal, I would want to preface every single entry with, you know, hey, this is just this is just something on my mind. Don't take it too seriously. You know, these are just thoughts. We all have thoughts, you know. Oh, yeah. All of us are just have thoughts. Sometimes I have, you know, thoughts of, you know, murdering somebody when I get angry. That doesn't mean I'm actually going to murder them. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And there's definitely people in my life that, you know, I – if, if I had some some of the people that I've lived with in the past, if I lived with them now, the last place I would put my journal is on my nightstand where it's very clear and obvious and real easy to get to. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that would not happen because yeah, there's people in my life that I don't I don't trust to either a not read my journal and b not take what they see in there personally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. And you got to be able to vent if you're going to write you know, and really work through stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I would not want to be judged by stuff that's in my journal. I mean, yeah. I know it's me, but it's not the me that I want to portray or it's not, it's almost like it's the real me, but it's not the real me that I, you know, it's like the secret me where I work stuff <laughs> out, <laughs> which yeah. one is, which one's the real me? I don't know. Because when I go to that place, it is being very real, very vulnerable, very honest. But it's also in that realm of just very temporary. You know, I well, get up from my chair and I resume back to normal life. You know, I may have I may have shifted something deep down in there, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to talk about some of those things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe you and I are. Maybe we go deeper than the average person, but Anita's asking the question. So Anita must be one of these people too. And Anita, I would say you're not being paranoid to care about something like this. That's, that's a real, that's a real fear, a real concern to make sure that your journal really is secret. It's normal to ask that question. It's a self-protection mechanism to make sure you have the safety to work out whatever. Yeah. I, I got to say the the two biggest questions that I get asked when I talk to somebody who's new to journaling is this question exactly. How can I keep it secret? How can I be sure that it's private? And I don't have time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, how do I make time for this? But yeah, so so Anita, you are definitely, definitely asking a super important question and you are not alone in this fear. Yes. And it means to me, Anita, that you're writing good stuff. <laughs> keep it up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, do you ever, when you lose your journal, do you go crazy? I, you know, I, I, I keep, <laughs> because I'm a journal addict, apparently, I think I have like four journals going right now, <laughs> but the one that really gets my private stuff written in it mm -hmm. lives on my nightstand. Mm, okay. So, I mean, if, if I'm traveling, if I'm going out of town for a while, I'll take it with me, but then it goes from my backpack that stays with me to the nightstand of wherever I'm staying mm. back into my backpack, back to my nightstand. I mean, mm -hmm, I, it's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so, so I haven't lost one yet. It's an appendage of, of your body. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I lose a journal, I have all these rushing thoughts of somebody finding it and, and and then, of course, it's not some random stranger who knows nothing about me. In my mind, it's somebody who kind of knows me. It's a coworker, or a yeah. you know, or a, um, you know, a neighbor of mine, or somebody that I'm going to run into, and and they're going to say, "Oh my gosh, wow, the Nathan! This is this is the Nathan from down the street. Oh my goodness, <laughs> look at this. 
had no idea. This guy's crazy. And I'm, they're thinking horrible thoughts. If, if it's a coworker, they're going to turn it into HR, lost and found. I'm going to lose my job. Uh, <laughs> I go crazy. I go crazy. So I do exactly what you do. I haven't lost my journal in the last three years because of this, but I, I keep it with me everywhere I go. I just, it's yeah. attached. And then, of course, I, my, where I put my deepest thoughts, I, I have the paper journal that I keep with me everywhere. But then since I've been doing the digital journaling, all, everything goes in, in there and that's locked up. I mean, there's there's questions about whether or not somebody could hack in. And I want to answer Anita's question on the digital side, too. Like, how do you know? How can you know that it's really secret? But I feel pretty confident that nobody's going to go digging around and, and breaking into the digital. There's too many protections. Yeah. And what and what I, else do you do? I... I do have a note in the front of mine, you know, if lost, please return to Mm -hmm. address and phone number. Oh yeah. 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 That way when they find out all your secrets, they know who exactly this person is. Right. Exactly. (laughs) No, (laughs) you know, I, I not, not to belittle the question at all because it is, it is a really, really valid fear, Uh but I, I was noticing today, I was um, actually, before we we did this, I was reading a thread online on, on one of the communities that I'm part of, where they were talking about keeping journals. And everybody was saying, you know, when I was a kid, my sister read my journal. Mm-hmm. When when I lived with these sketchy roommates in, in college, somebody read my journal. But almost all of us in this thread are adults were grown up now. Yeah. You know, we're living with our family or we're living alone and, and everybody's saying, you know, I'm in a healthy relationship and I, nobody has touched my journal. They know where it is. They know how to get into it. And nobody, nobody has, has touched it. So, I mean, and, and I'm certainly not saying that, you know, it's not a valid thing to be afraid of. And there's certainly conditions under which it's not going to be, you know, you can't be as secure that your your journal is safe as like I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think the best two tips I've gotten for, you know, keeping keeping your journal safe mm-hmm. is to either hide it or or keep it in your car. Yeah. Cuz most most of us lock our car. Yeah, we lock our car and we're the only one that drives it. I mean, I I know that there's, you know, in a one car family it's not going to work that way, but or if you have teenagers who are borrowing the car. Exactly. That's not going to um, work. But I, that's what I mean by carry it around with me. It go. It is in my car. And when I'm at work, I don't necessarily pull it out of the car and carry it into my office because then it's then it's there. And I, if I get up from my, you know, if I get up or if I go to a meeting, you know, I don't want to have to, do I take this with me or do I, it's, it's in the car most of the time. When I go grocery shopping, it's in the car. But the funny thing is that's the decoy journal anyway. Like the real <laughs> the real journal is the one on, on my phone or or in my computer. That's where I'm writing all the meaty stuff. <laughs> uh, I've done a thing where I would when I was ultra paranoid <laughs> of keeping it in the exact location that I knew where it was. So so not just like you were saying like oh I keep it on the nightstand. And first of all, I want to say, of course, you want to have a relationship. Hopefully, everyone has a relationship with somebody where either 
it's okay for them to read it. They understand they're going to read it in context and they're not going to judge you by what's in there because they know these are just your fleeting thoughts and your chance to examine yourself and discover and explore who you are. And hopefully it's not even interesting to them, right? Yeah. Um, but in the case where you don't have that, hopefully you have the backup, which is, you know, respect that people just respect that, you know, they're, that's your privacy. But if you don't even have that, then I would, then I go into this, you know, okay, it's not just in my nightstand in the, in the drawer of my nightstand, I would put it exactly one inch from the edge of the drawer and one inch from the side of the drawer, like I would kind of gauge how far away it is. And I would put something on it like um, like a little index card or, you know, something nightstand. So what else do you have there on the nightstand? I might have my toenail clipper, you know, and I would I would lay the toenail clipper on the journal exactly in a precise location, covering up maybe one of the letters on the word journal, you know, <laughs> and so, yeah. so I would know it's covering up the R in journal. So the next time I come to my nightstand and it's, if the fingernail clipper had moved <laughs> or it's not one inch from the side or, you know, something like that, I would know, you know, yeah. that, and even if I never talk about it with, you know, anybody else in the house, at least there's a signal to me about trust and I got to be careful and I need to you know, I because if you go to somebody and say, did you read my journal? They're going to say no, if you don't trust them, if they don't trust you. And then you got to go through this whole headache and heartache of figuring all out what, you know, what's really going on. So it's, it's for anything else. It's just for me. It's just for me to know. It's mm-hmm. not, I, I'm not going to use this as evidence against people. You know, I'm just, it's just my way of knowing, can I know if this journal is secret? That's all. Yeah. See, and if I were if I were in a state where, you know, I was nervous about my journal being read, like when I I got a divorce several years ago and I didn't necessarily trust my ex-husband to not read my journal and hold it against me. And is he still I, living with you after the divorce? No, no, no. This was leading up to the divorce. Oh, OK. <laughs> I was gonna say this well, and he still he still had access to the house for a while after the divorce. So, okay. yeah, yeah I, so it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely kept it hidden for quite a while. But yeah, I, I hid it. I didn't have a briefcase at the time, uh-huh. but and I wasn't I was pretty sure he didn't have keys to my car, but you know, so I I kept it hidden in a drawer where I didn't think he would stumble across it. And I don't think he ever did. I never heard anything about it if he did, so mm-hmm. it's probably fine. But but yeah, I I don't wanna, you know, I figure if it's out there and, and somebody can see it, then you know, you're upping your chances of it getting read. That's why I like I went for hiding it. Yeah, yeah. I wanna talk a moment about the you know, the journaling applications that are out there, you know, day one and DRO and Journey. There's a really great one out there called Journey and, and all the others we've talked about on all the shows and, and uh digital journaling challenge mm-hmm. and there's just, there's so many and they're good. And the good ones you know the good ones will give you some level of protection. One level of protection is the password entry. And that's usually all you need because people aren't going to sit there and try a whole lot of time. The other thing to remember is even though these are the most precious, most, most dear thoughts and feelings, the most raw, unbelievably vulnerable, you know, pieces of yourself, the rest of the world usually doesn't care about this stuff. You know, like it's it's an ego thing that has us protecting them. Other people usually don't really even care that much, but 
Um, even if they did, they're not going to go through a whole lot of work to get to it. But I think Anita's question also, there's a hint to it that says, well, what about the journaling app people themselves? What do they, what do, they do? Is there any protection like, like you know, the, the employees of day one? You know, would they have access to my, to my thoughts? And oh. there, are, there are people who think like that out there. And I've talked to several different app uh, developers, and they all say the same thing, is that they don't even have access. They don't have access to it. In some cases, it's encrypted, meaning that, you know, wherever it's stored, uh, in the cloud or wherever, it's the the letters are scrambled in a specific way that only mm-hmm. gets unscrambled when you log back in and and read them. It gets unscrambled again. So there's that protection. And then they could say, well, they know the unscrambling code. No, they put they put a lot of the good ones put the put a layer in between there so that the employees don't even can't even get to it. But yeah. but but more importantly. A lot like Journey. I just spoke to the uh, developer of Journey uh, in Singapore, and he told me that they use your Google Drive. Okay, so whatever you would have, like a Google document, a Google spreadsheet, a lot of people are using the same place where you're storing all of your other documents and Drive, and you've got that password protection ability. It's in the it's in the cloud. It's safe wherever you have. That's where they're storing your journal. Like they don't even have a facility anywhere to tap into or hack into. So I think that there's plenty of protections. So use the ones that are tried and true, uh, Anita. And I don't think you have a problem. If you really want to be sure, call them up and ask them what are their protections. But for the most part, you know, in this day and age, people really do put that layer in there so that, uh, the app developers can't, mm-hmm. can't hack. And that's even if they care. <laughs> Another thing, unless you have something. No, um, I, I think we've covered it. I have one yeah. last, one last thing that I've, I've heard people doing code words and disclaimer. We talked about the disclaimer thing in the front, like saying, you know, this is uh, the private thoughts of Jade Gilmore, please return to, and then give the address mm-hmm. or whatever. But another one is the you can use those disclaimers throughout, you know, if you're about to write a, a sensitive journal entry, or you could start using code words for yourself, you know. And so whenever you're talking about um, your mom, you could, you know, call her Charlie and <laughs> and and that might, you know, so that people if you really think that somebody might read it and you're worried about this particular entry being taken the wrong way. You can signal to yourself. Some people use different colors. To, you know, whenever I write in this color, it means the opposite of what I said. <laughs> Things like that. That would be interesting. I don't, I, I never thought about encoding anything because I just want to make sure that I'm being as, as honest with myself as I can. But I'll definitely remember that for other clients because there certainly are people who are in, you know, in situations where maybe their journal isn't as secure as it could be. And Well, and you would have the legend, right? You, you, you would put somewhere else, you know, the legend, you know, the code break, the, the encryption key. <laughs> yeah, preferably not in the same journal because then it of kind course, of defeats the purpose. Of course, of course, somewhere completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's all that I had, Anita. I hope that answers your questions. And if anybody else has any other thoughts on cute ways to make sure that your journal is really secret, 
please share it on the web page for this episode and we will I will respond to it and and uh, and thank you for your comments. Jade, thank you for another episode of Journal Talk Q&A. Oh, my pleasure, where Nathan. Can, Thanks for having me. Where do people reach you? I am jade at wingslifecoaching.com. All right. Oh, with my brand new website. Ooh, <laughs> awesome. Can't wait to see it. Have I seen it? I don't think you have. I think I need to go check it out. It just went live in the last couple of days. It's wingslifecoaching.com. All right. Super. All right, everybody. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Journal Talk Q&A. If you have a question you would like featured on the program in a future episode, please send it to me at Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. I would love to feature it here and send you a little thank you gift for sharing your question. You can also send it to me in the form of a voice message. If you would like to share your voice on Journal Talk Q&A, you can dial this number. It's one 1- 805-751-6280. That's a United States number and only normal toll charges apply. There's no extra charge for Journal Talk Q&A. Thanks everyone again and have a great week and we'll see you next time. Meanwhile, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk.